So we need those spotters out there to tell us when we have strong, severe thunderstorm winds and what damage that those winds may be causing. We also need them to tell us the hail size. And then for the circulations in the thunderstorm, uh, while we can see strong rotation in, in the uh, radar data, it's telling us what's happening at the cloud base and in the thunderstorm itself. We can't tell if that rotation has manifested itself as a funnel cloud or a tornado, and so the spotters help us delineate that as well. And so by the spotters giving us that information, we can issue better, more accurate, timely warnings. And we always learn new things which, with each severe thunderstorm and tornado event. And so that will help us for future warnings in future years as we gather all that data. How much training does someone need to become a spotter? It's really just simply one class that lasts for about 90 minutes. Uh, we do ask our spotters to get refresher training uh, by attending a class about every two to five years. And once you go through one class, you get all the information that you need uh, to report to the National Weather Service, and you are a National Weather Service spotter. Did you rely on spotters a lot last year? It seems like it was a quiet year for severe weather. Well, we always rely on spotters. Uh, it was a quiet year. Matter of fact, it was our second lowest number of warnings that we've issued out of our White Lake office in the Doppler radar era. And we had the least amount of severe weather events in the Doppler radar era. With that said, we still had 60 warnings. We had almost 100 severe weather events. And so our spotters across southeast Michigan were the ones that were telling us that we had wind damage or hail up to uh, two inches in diameter. And uh, we didn't have any tornadoes last year in Metro Detroit. Our only tornado in southeast Michigan was up there in the Thumb. It was a weak tornado. Uh, but that was one of those tornado events that uh, kind of formed from the ground on up. And so it was the spotter that told us uh, about the tornado and actually had video of it. Uh, uh, that uh, was relayed to the office to help us know that that event uh, occurred out of a, a little shower that formed up there. And we also had that big windstorm last spring, too, that uh, knocked out power for several days for uh, a lot of people. Uh, what role do spotters play when we have flooding like we saw last week? Well, we do rely on our spotters, along with our government partners, to let us know uh, when uh, flooding is threatening roads and property. Uh, once we get roads and property threatened, we have to issue some sort of flood warning, whether it's a river flood warning, uh, flash flood warnings, or in this time of year uh, when we're looking at some snow melt and some uh, heavy rainfall events, it's what we call an aerial flood. Um, and, and the spotters also help us out with rainfall amounts. Uh, so if a spotter has a rain gauge, we look for those rainfall amounts uh, being relayed to us so that we can get a depiction of where the heaviest rain has fallen. Again, the radar does a good job estimating the rainfall, but there's nothing like ground truth uh, to corroborate what the radar is saying. And sometimes we do have to do a little bias correcting. Maybe we have to add 10% or take 10% away from what the radar is telling us, and those rain gauge readings help us calibrate that.